Hey, I'm Tim. And I'm Drew. Welcome to the Hearts and Hands podcast. In episode one, we're going to discuss the community of Wells Creatives. We'll also interview Kent Reeder and hear about why the church needs creativity. Welcome to the first ever Hearts and Hands podcast. I'm your host, Drew Sonnenberg, joined as always by my co-host, Tim Babbler. Tim, how are you today? Doing pretty well. For those of you who don't know who Tim is, Tim, could you introduce yourself? Yeah, uh, my name's Tim Babbler, and I am a worship coordinator and youth education director for St. Mark Lutheran Church in De Pere, Wisconsin, which is very close to Green Bay. I've uh, been at this job since July, and prior to that, I was a middle school teacher. Very much enjoy getting to use my gifts and service to the church. How about you, Drew? My name is Drew Sonnenberg. I'm the worship coordinator at Illumin Church in Rock Hill, South Carolina, and soon to have our second site in Seattle, Washington, um, which I'm very excited about. And I, much like Tim, am very excited to get to use my gifts and to use art in service to the church. Now, you may be wondering, what is this community of Wells Creatives? The community of Wells Creatives is a network of people who are artistic and like to use their artistic gifts in service to the church, just as Drew and I were talking about. Um, talented, creative people who integrate their art into worship. And this community exists then to provide ways for those people to connect, to encourage each other, and to collaborate with one another. We have a website, uh, which we'll be talking about a little bit later. We have workshops that take place. One of those is the Hearts and Hands Workshop. The original Hearts and Hands happened about six years ago and was hosted by the guys from Koine. After that, it kind of took a, a five or six year hiatus, but it came back last August at WLC, and we're excited to have another one next year at St. Croix Lutheran Academy in West St. Paul, Minnesota. That's happening uh, June 18th through 20th, 2019. You can find more information about that at wellscreatives.com. It's a three-day event for artists, worship leaders, and pastors, and it's all just about uh, encouraging uh, creativity and collaboration and uh, how to use art in ways that is beneficial to the church. And having gone to the first one, I'm very excited to attend the next as well. It's great making those connections with people who are doing similar things to you in the worship setting and getting a chance to talk with them and share ideas in just a setting where that's encouraged. You're supposed to share ideas with people. So we had this idea that we'd like to create a podcast to extend the conversation, continue the conversation that was started at the Hearts and Hands workshops. And on our podcast, we're going to have the opportunity to interview lots of different people who are doing creative things across the country, and some even in other countries. And they are doing those creative things, and we'll be able to see what it is that they're doing to reach out to their community, what are they doing creatively in worship, and what can we then do? How can we find more information on them so that if we have similar ideas or similar passions, we may be able to replicate some of those things in our own local churches? And like Tim said, we're going to be pointing you to a lot of the different art that these artists are, are creating, and sometimes that can feel like like we're trying to sell you something. And I know that's kind of a, a touchy subject for some people, but we're not going to shy away from plugging 
all these artists work because we believe that art is important and we believe that if you you benefit from the art that these artists are creating that you should show them support um so we're, we're not saying that every single artist and every single piece of work and every single event that we plug on this show that you should immediately go and spend your money there but we do think it's important to let you be aware of the different things that are being created so that you can support what you want to support and you can choose not to support what you don't want to support but we're not going to shy away from plugging people's work like that and definitely one of the best ways to learn more about a person and what they do is by speaking to that person themselves. And on this podcast, we have the privilege of doing that. Let's get to one of those interviews right now. Today, we have the privilege of welcoming Kent Reeder to the show. Welcome, Kent. Hello, Tim. Andrew. It's good to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. Kent, could you tell uh, the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. Um, I'm the pastor of Illumin Church. I have been for five years. Um, we started it five years ago here in Rock Hill, and I'm in the process of exiting Rock Hill and moving to Seattle to start the, the next campus um, of Illumin out there. Um, so we're figuring out some of the logistics of the multi-site being this far apart, um, and that's kind of part of what I really like to do, is think about some of that big picture stuff. So it's, a, it's an exciting time to get to do it. Yeah, that's uh, that's cool. It's good good you get that opportunity to uh, reach more souls in more places. Yeah, and to do it in a way that maybe we reduce some redundancies and uh, yeah, get to think about it in a new way. Now, speaking from personal experience, having visited your church, Kent, I can say that uh, you you like to really encourage people to be creative. And my first question for you is just why do you think the church needs creativity? Um, well, I, I think the word encourage is pretty, pretty gentle. I like to force people to be creative. Um, <laughs> and I like to do that because God, at least to some extent has made us that way. Um, we, the, the, the church needs to focus and emphasize creativity because we have the most important possible message that exists. We have one that makes both a short-term and a long-term difference to every individual life that it connects to. And therefore, we have almost a moral imperative to find the most creative ways that we can to connect that to people. People are different. And so we have to find ways to connect to different people this same universal message. Yeah, definitely. So Kent, you were one of the people who helped to get the Hearts and Hands workshops restarted. Um, so if we're going to do this whole thing, we, we got the workshops going now, we've got the website, wellscreatives.com, and now we're doing this, this podcast. The real question is, why do we, the church, why do we need these sorts of resources? Well, the value I think of Wells Creatives is that, um, well, I, I had a good conversation with somebody after the, the, this most recent conference that we had, um, who said that they felt like they found their people. Um, so, Wells Creatives has this advantage of taking a synod that's, you know, it is, it's fairly tight-knit. A lot of people know a lot of people, but I'm not sure a lot of people know some of the unique and remarkable things that one another are doing. And this way we can unearth some of those and help other people not just use the resources that are being made, but be encouraged by the resources that are being made, be empowered by those resources, and uh, receive permission to do things that they're uniquely suited to do uh, for the sake of the church. Um I, and I guess coming at it from another angle to uh, the idea of the community of Wells creatives is also valuable because 
I can do a certain number of things creatively on my own. I can write something or I can arrange something or I can put something together, come up with an idea. But when I take that idea and I mix it into a group of people who have different life experiences and um, different knowledge of how a thing can be accomplished, that idea is going to get better. It's going to get stronger. And um, I can't imagine a scenario where the Wisconsin Senate hurts from having that happen more often. Yeah, we really are creating a a community. It's a pipeline for people to talk, a pipeline for ideas to share. And I think in the process, you learn more about yourself and learn more about your gifts and the fact that God has blessed our church so abundantly. But yeah, and I think you learn something about humility too, that um, it can feel sometimes when you think you're doing something by yourself or something that nobody else is doing, you can feel like you're pretty special. Um, but when you get together with other people, um, you can realize, you know, the special one is God. He's using lots of different people to do some cool things. Um, and some of the stuff they're doing is way better than the stuff you're doing. Um, but you can add to that and help that. And that's not a bad thing at all. Yeah. Another thing that comes up often when we are meeting at, at things like Hearts and Hands and talking with other artists is um, the idea of collaboration. What are your thoughts on how the community of Wells Creatives can use collaboration to kind of enhance the things that we're doing? Collaboration is uh, it's one of those interesting things because it's a pendulum. Like you can force it and then you're not doing something valuable or you cannot do it enough and you're not doing something as valuable as you could be doing. <clears throat> so I hope that with the community of Wells Creatives, we allow for organic collaboration to happen um, more frequently so that people who God has uniquely gifted to do things in specific ways can enhance one another. Uh, I, I guess I, I feel like within the Wisconsin Senate, like within our church body, um, people are, tend to be more um, humble or, or tentative. Um, and so I also hope that collaboration helps them be a little bit bolder. I feel like, feel like, what they've made is a little bit more worthy of being used by more people. Um, I would point like specifically to um, the song Christ Begins, which was a collaboration uh, between Luke Thompson and myself and, and Caleb Schmiggy. I think all of us felt more confident about the song being used if all three of our names were connected to it than any of us would have felt if we were the only name on the thing. Um, so I think both collaboration for empowerment and collaboration for improvement, both of those things could be really uh, pros of community well created. Well created is doing what it does well. Yeah, that's the cool thing because you can in a way, meet people through this community online. We have the forum, um, and now we have this podcast where you'll be able to hear from a lot of different types of people. But when you attend one of the workshops or one of the events that's put on by the community, that's when you really are meeting those people that you're going to work with and you're going to have the opportunity to share with. So I think that's a huge benefit of this group of people, our, you know, our tribe, as it were. Yeah, I mean, even in programming, the, you know, the most recent hearts and hands, we were pretty intentional about making time for people to just be able to talk to each other, um, to, to not try to program creativity, which is the worst thing you can do to do creativity. <laughs> now, some of the people listening may be thinking, okay, I'm, ta- I'm hearing creative people talking, they're doing their thing, they're creative people. What if they feel like, I- I'm not really a creative person, I can't contribute to the church creatively. Is, is this podcast for them? Is this community for them? Is this website for them? 
Well, the answer is definitely yes. Um, in in that creativity or the creative process, the the more the better job it does, that the larger uh, process it is, and the more people it involves, um, and the more support system it requires. Um, I guess if, if I think about it like. I can stand on the shore of a lake and I can pick up a rock and throw it in. But there's like a size limit to the kind of rock that I can pick up and throw in. But if several of us work together, we can put a bigger rock in and have a bigger ripple effect and anybody can help with that. Like there's a role for any person anywhere. And I guess the other thing I think at the end of camp South every year, um, when pastor John enter was running it, he would always ask like why we're able to write new songs for camp or play music for camp. Um, and we did it this last year too. Um, and it's not like we have Michael's secret stuff or whatever, the, the magic drink that makes us able to be musicians <laughs> or creatives. Um, we're just regular people. Uh, if you're given permission to do it, a lot of people will find that there are particular ways that they can contribute to that. Uh, yeah. It's, it's hard for me to imagine how individual expression doesn't apply to all individuals. Um, and that's really at the end of the day, what this creativity thing is. Sure. A couple times in your answers here, Kent, you've used the word permission. And for those who attended the last, uh, hearts and hands workshop, you had a, a keynote where you talked about permission. Um, but I was wondering if for those who weren't able to attend and who are listening now, if you could talk a little bit more about, um, how, why you feel this idea of permission is so linked to creativity. Yeah. I, you know, you think about permission, that's another place that a person who doesn't feel like they're personally creative can have impact in creative community. Um, when I talk about permission or when I use the word permission and when we used it in our keynote, Drew, um, I, I think about, you just don't know the potential impact that giving permission to another person to do something in the realm of creative expression can have that uh, if I go back through my life and I think of the people, um, teachers in grade school, music teachers in grade school, uh, professors at, at, at LPS, professors at MLC, um, professors at Wisconsin Lutheran Seminary, all people, who gave me opportunities to try something that I felt was worth trying, um, that that all has had such a massive impact on the church that I started, on the, the way that we empowered people to be part of this church and to function in this church, to be artists and to be musicians and to be you know, creators in whatever way they want to be. Um, permission is one of the ways that we simultaneously have to do not a lot. Like it's not really hard always to give somebody permission to try something creatively, but we can really overlook how important and beneficial it is to give that opportunity to somebody. Um, yeah, I, I've been thinking a lot. In fact, lately, since I took the call to start the church in Seattle, how grateful I am for the amount of permission I've been given and continue to be given um, to do ministry in the ways that I think is going to be best for people. Yeah, it's truly a blessing when, when you have that permission, when you have the opportunity, um, especially when it maybe at first takes you out of your comfort zone. But just saying, do this, because this is what the church needs. This is what the community needs in general. And it's a way that we can do it to try to reach people, reach people for the cause of the gospel. Yeah, and I'd argue that, you know, Scripture shows us a God of permission also. Um 
that, that Jesus left this earth and he gave his disciples certainly a command, but that command wasn't uh, to forbid something. It was to permit them to do something, to, to make something, uh, specifically to make disciples. Well, Kent, it's definitely been great having you on the show. I want to thank you for coming on. Yeah, great to be here. I like what you guys are doing. Excited to support in whatever way I can. I uh, appreciate the time you're putting into it. Yeah. Uh, there's a few things that uh, if you want to know more about what Kent's doing, you can definitely visit his uh, church website, IlluminChurch.com. That's I-L-L-U-M-I-N-E Church.com. And they also have an additional website where you can purchase different content, resources that are have been made available that um, their church is producing, and that's IlluminContent.com. And Kent is also a part of a task force on ministering to millennials, and that's a hot topic right now in society, as we know a lot of millennials are disengaged and disconnected from the church. Give a look to the website, wells.net slash ministering to millennials, or you can Google search ministering to millennials, wells, W-E-L-S, and you will find that information there. Thanks very much, Kent. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to be with you. So that just about wraps it up for this first episode of the Hearts and Hands podcast. If you want to find out more about the community of Wells Creatives and Hearts and Hands, you can go to wellscreatives.com. Um, there's met lots of information there, and there's also a forum there where you can connect with other creatives and us. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wells Creatives. You can also find more information about our podcast on a platform called Patreon. Tim, you want to tell people about our Patreon? Yeah, for those unfamiliar with Patreon, Patreon is a way for supporters and artistic patrons to support people who are doing something um, in an artistic way. So you can find us at patreon.com slash hearts and hands podcast. Right now, this podcast is simply funded by Drew and I from our own uh, personal funds. And we like the opportunity for people to be able to support us as we continue this endeavor for hosting fees, and, and all of the things that are necessary to create this podcast indefinitely. And one of the ways you can do that is through our different tiers. So we have a $1 tier, which is just thank you for being a patron of the arts. It goes all the way up to $3 where you gain um, bonus content in the $5 tier. Um, we have a limited $10 tier, which will include a monthly live chat. We're looking forward to maybe having Q&A podcasts that are bonus uh, episodes if we get enough supporters as well. So check us out on patreon.com slash hearts and hands podcast. And if you're so inclined, we'd love your donations to help us create better content. Thanks for joining us for the first episode of the hearts and hands podcast. We'll see you next time. <laughs>